What's better than free money? How you choose to spend it. Open a CQ checking account and get $250 to spend freely. And that's not all this credit union offers. Do your banking, build credit, and invest in your future. Visit secumd.org today. The Legacy KCAA 1050 AM and Express 106.5 FM. Actor in Syria is dead, several U.S. troops wounded after a drone strike, and the U.S. has retaliated. The AP's Donna Warder. A strike by a suspected Iranian-made drone has killed a U.S. contractor in northeast Syria. The Pentagon says Thursday's drone attack also wounded another contractor and five American troops. U.S. forces say they retaliated soon after with precision airstrikes in Syria, targeting facilities used by groups affiliated with Iran's Revolutionary Guard. One activist group says the U.S. strikes killed fighters on the ground. The head of the American military's Central Command warns that American forces could carry out additional strikes if needed. Donna Water, Washington. The Syrian Observatory for Human Rights said three rockets were fired this morning at a location that houses U.S. troops an apparent retaliation to the American strikes, but we couldn't immediately confirm that. The tech industry lobbyists say this is unconstitutional. The AP's Lisa Dwyer. Utah has become the first state to sign into law legislation that attempts to limit teenagers' access to social media sites. Republican Governor Spencer Cox signed a pair of measures that aim to limit when and where children can use social media and stop companies from luring kids to their sites. The law requires companies to give parents access to their children's accounts, puts a curfew on social media use from 10.30 p.m. to 6.30 a.m., as well as age verification for all Utah residents who want to use social media. I'm Lisa Dwyer. A new AP NORC poll shows that personal finances are a major source of stress for about half of the lower-income households in this country. High inflation is part of that. This is AP News. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code FREE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code FREE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code FREE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. She's back again to mark my Cancer Awareness and Prevention Month show. Please welcome Fran Drescher. Hi, Fran. Supporting Cancer Schmanza. I really appreciate it. So what would you say are some of the biggest myths, Fran, that people have about cancer? Well, I would say that they think that there's a cure for it. (laughs) Okay. Instead of a cause for it. call-in show when I get to be Dr. Marissa, the kinder, gentler Dr. Laura, and uh, people call in to get their life tires balanced and their critical thinking or their BS, their belief systems, smog checked. And today I am delighted to have Malie calling in from Birmingham, Alabama. We could go 90 days and end up having terrible sex. And then you say, well, the relationship's not all about sex. Well, if I'm not getting great sex from you, then I'm going to get it from somebody else. Right? That moose just got put on the table. (laughs) 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 And I see Josh and... Jim, I have to agree you're with both nodding, nodding, nodding. Ramon's sort of half nodding because his wife's listening. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... 
I understood what was going to happen if I, Muhammad Ali's youngest daughter, made public that I was going to become a boxer. So mm-hmm. I, I wanted to make sure this was the path that I wanted to go down. You are absolutely fabulous, beautiful inside and out. And I'm giving you Dr. Mercy's beneficial presence on the Planet Award today. Thank you. When I go, I'm gone. Are you lonely? No. No, I knew that was going to be But I, I surround myself with people. I mean, I'm always the one cooking for things. But I'm always the one that decorates first and come to my house. All the orphans, they'd have no place. I'm going to have no place to go. So okay, come okay, over. come on over. <laughs> Life is so amazing if we can see it. Jump off that exhausting hamster wheel and into balanced living with Dr. Marissa. I promise you joy in the mystery. Dr. Marissa, also known as the Asian Oprah. Her mission, to be a beneficial presence on the planet. Her purpose, to be your personal advocate to live, laugh, love, learn. Her life motto, don't die wondering. Take back your life with Dr. Marissa Pay. Good and oops, <laughs> my camera fell. <laughs> and good morning. You're tuned in to take my advice. I am not using it. Get balanced with Dr. Marissa. The morning show here on KCAA, NBC News Radio, CNBC News Radio, NBC Sports Radio Station, KCAA. AM 1050, FM 106.5, and streaming everywhere. iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, Audible, Tiki Live, Amazon Music, uh, uh, let's see, Rumble, and more. And uh, let's see, this is uh, show number 904. Uh, those of you who said a show about hope and happiness would not last, we're wrong. Instead, uh, you got me for 568 consecutive weeks on the air and uh, coming up on 11 years, May 1st. And I got to tell you, I am feeling all <laughs> all 903 shows this morning. I'm so delighted, though, that I get to... Uh, not talk as much this morning because I am delighted to have two of my favorite co-hosts. They're all my favorite, but today they're on screen with me. And uh, you will notice that um, we've got a sandwich going. (laughs) Good morning, Sam. (laughs) Good morning. Oh boy. I better watch myself. I have very little filter this morning. Like <laughs> I drove back at like midnight from San Diego and I was telling Polly backstage, like, you know, a lot of people say to me, I don't know how you do it. And I am officially like, I have no forking idea how I do it either because I think I, I, I did, I overdid it this time, but I am delighted to be here. And if you are wondering, Uh, who these amazing, beautiful people are in my studio. You have my regular co-host on Fridays. The series is called Tempting Conversations, and she is the daughter of Otis Williams of The Temptations, incredible group, spanned over decades. He's still performing. He's amazing. And I am very fortunate to have Alon as my co-host for Tempting Conversations on Friday. She's a mother. She's a producer. She is a, a former, and I, I am, she just did a special for Playboy Channel for her work as a Playboy Bunny. Uh, let's see what else. She's managing her son, my favorite musical artist, Trace Austin's career now, who did not fall far from his grandfather's tree. She's also... Um, a connoisseur of really good sushi and we have an upcoming date to see butter so please welcome to the studio my tempting conversations host alon carter good morning. 
And then to the middle of our sandwich this morning, he's never been in a better uh, position. <laughs> he's not on the top or the bottom. He is in the middle of the sandwich. He is my co-host on Thursday's Straight Talk with Dr. Marissa and He's, uh, <laughs> he's into real estate. He used to be my sound engineer. He is a Sam of all trades and uh, a delight to work with and continue to work with. And those of you who missed it, uh, Alon actually came on to our show on Thursdays and it was a hit. I think the last time I looked, that little clip that I took out from the show uh, from that show got like 2,700 uh, uh, views and, and hits on that. So that was amazing. So let's see what happens when Sam uh, comes <laughs> literally. No, doesn't come literally, but he comes into our studio <laughs> on Friday. <laughs> the last Sam led into something and I just finished it for him. So you know you're going to get in. You're going to get into these situations being sandwiched between the two of us. I know. <laughs> Speaking of sandwiches, let's go right to our gratitude sandwich before we lose all control of this show. Uh, gratitude sandwich, taking a bite of it. Not a bite of Sam. A bite of the gratitude sandwich is eight specific things that we're grateful for on the top of the bun and eight specific things to be grateful for on the bottom of the bun about yourself also called appreciation. So who wants to start on the count of three? Point to the person on the screen. You want to have start. One, two, three. Sam. Okay, Sam. Uh, actually, I meant <laughs> Dr. Marissa. I don't, I don't know which. <laughs> I'm going the wrong way, this way. <laughs> Sam, you got the most fingers. I'm just getting tortured this morning, aren't I? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess the first thing that I'm grateful for is you know, living close to my family. I think that's um, definitely something I'm really grateful for. All right, Alon. I am grateful for, uh, I had a great opportunity this week to work with a great cast and get back into what I do the best. And um, just had a wonderful week. Fantastic. I am grateful that I made it through uh, two weeks in Toronto with my mom who's in palliative care and with Parkinson's uh, flew in directly to go and cover Secret Knocks where I got to meet um, uh, new great people, the, the, the man behind uh, Dirty Dancing, Terminator 2, I got to interview Larry Kasnoff um, and a whole host of other people that I'll be talking about on Monday. Uh, Sam. I am grateful for, honestly, my my blanket. I don't want to show you guys, but it's super comfy and furry, and it puts me right to sleep. And uh, I used to have like sleeping problems, but because of this blanket, I don't <laughs> knocks me right out. So you need to go contact them to get a sponsorship. For a blanket? <laughs> uh huh. That's the that's product endor endorsement right there. Yes. Yeah, seriously, seriously. Like the average, I know TV commercials are a million is the average for 30 seconds. I think radio is like at least 500,000. So, and we have cameras in the studio. So you're more than welcome to go after them and get the money and give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> for my nonprofit, for my nonprofit, Eight Ways to Happiness that helps kids, teens, and young adults who have temporarily forgotten their birthright to happiness. And while we're on that, you can go to Amazon when you're shopping and just put smile Amazon and put eight ways to happiness until May. They're giving a little bit of uh, love money wise. Amazon is they're They're concluding the project in May. So from now till then, we appreciate it. All right. Uh, a lot. I'm grateful to be on the show with both of you guys this morning. <laughs> I'm I feel like something's coming. I don't know. <laughs> uh, really? Really, Sam? <laughs> that's, T that's TMI. Um, <laughs> I am, last but not least, grateful that I have... 
the opportunity to do a lot of different things. And uh, no matter how uh, tired I get, I truly, bottom line, am very grateful for that. All right, let's go to the bottom of the bun. Who wants to be on the bottom? Uh, appreciation is specific things that you like about yourself. And um, if you don't like yourself, it's going to be really difficult to be uh, liked by others and also like others yourself. It's one of those laws. So I believe that happiness starts with self-love. And that's why I do this to make sure you know what you're good at most of the time, 88% of the time, uh, you know what your unique talents, gifts, and abilities are in this lifetime. Because if you can't approve of yourself, how the fork do you expect anyone else to approve of you? So I'll start with that one. I appreciate my hair. And, uh, you know, it's my one thing uh, that I don't have that huge, uh, when I look in the mirror, I'm working on all that stuff. So I appreciate uh, that my hair is unique. Uh, I appreciate, oh, you want to go? No, no, no. I was saying she has beautiful hair. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, shit. Looks almost like mine. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I appreciate that I forgive myself as the days go on, even though not every day is perfect, you know? So you can't, you can't hate yourself too much, so. Great. Hello. I, I appreciate that I can wake up early in the morning for work. <laughs> I, I, I made a bet. I, I had to get up at five in the morning for a job the other day. Oof. Yes, yeah, so this was easy today. <laughs> I made a bet this morning which one of you would be later than the other. <laughs> you you're you're I had the wrong I had the wrong login. I'm actually on my phone because I couldn't get in the computer in time because I, I was in the wrong studio. I would have them. I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> I have a great sense of humor, even though some of the time it's just laughing at myself. It's okay. Uh, laughter to me is cardio for my soul. So I'm getting a good workout this morning. I appreciate about myself that, you know, a lot of people that they give up sooner than, than they should. Um, maybe I'm just saying that sometimes you just gotta know when to fold them, but I mean, I keep pushing. I think that, you know, times of adversity is a good thing. And when I start to struggle in life, I just think that, you know, there's a reason for that. So I just keep pushing. And it turns out to be okay so far. So I'm going to keep going. I'm leaving that word pushing alone. All right, Alon. <laughs> She's been bad this week. I know. It's not me. Hard on you. <laughs> It's been a while. I appreciate that. I, 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 <laughs> oh my God, I can't even talk. Um, I, hot, I'm getting hot in here. I appreciate that I can forgive my flaws. I can, mm. I can see my flaws and forgive myself for the flaws that I, if I have any. If you have any. I'm backing up. I'm, 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 I'm anchoring my joy here. Um, I appreciate that I got back on my um, Love My Body Project 4.0 and lost the two pounds. I lost two out of the six pounds that I gained uh, in Canada. No, is that is that a wrap or are we still huh? going? Oh, yeah. Uh, two more. Uh, two, two more. One each. Okay, okay. I appreciate that. I'm going to say what I said yesterday. I appreciate that I have patience. I think um, that's important in my life to have patience. So, hello, my friend, Island French Polynesia. Yay, we have a new uh, listener from French Polynesia, Tahiti. Uh, welcome, Virali Wohler. And uh, if you have a gratitude or appreciation, feel free to post it and we'll put it up. Alan, last appreciation official. 
Oh, wow. Um, I appreciate that I got my car off the shop. <laughs> That's nothing oh, to do yes. with me. <laughs> yeah, she's one. got a really snazzy but, car. Uh, no, I have a bone to pick with the car dealership. So uh -oh. I'll wait to the next show, but I'm gonna, <laughs> I got to out them. <laughs> I know this is, this is, there's a, we should do one show. Cause normally I don't, even if I don't like a company or what's been happening, um, I don't like to, to be negative at all, but I think we should do one show where all the, the, we can balance it out all the good companies and then all the not so good companies, because I also had a bad experience with somebody. So we'll wait for I, that. I, well, you know what, if they steal your money, then it's okay to out them. That's not okay. negative. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, we have a responsibility too. you know, that, that, uh, you know, you wouldn't want someone who took advantage of you to go and take advantage of somebody else too. So, but thank you for the heart. If you've just tuned in, I see eyeballs rolling in. So I just want to make sure you know what you are tuned into. This is Take My Advice. I'm not using it to get balanced with Dr. Marissa. The morning show here on KCAA, AM 1050, FM 106.5, streaming everywhere, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and live streaming. And you are participating on my YouTube channel, which reminds me, I have to make sure I get that link on the link tree for you. Uh, we are talking today about nothing. Um, <laughs> you know that Seinfeld show about nothing, remember that? Or Sam, you might be too too young, but Alon will remember. It's an episode of Seinfeld. Yeah, I love I, I love that, that it made me uh, laugh at all. And I had never seen the show before. And when so when I got the part and I got on the show, everyone's like, what are you working on? I'm like, Seinfeld. And everyone was like, thought it was such a big deal. And I had never seen the show. And I hung out with him <laughs> all when I was filming. He was the nicest guy. I had so much fun. What? And then I knew what it was, yeah. What? <laughs> I mean, I, I know Seinfeld's pretty important in, you know, today's culture. So. <laughs> oh, my God, Alon. I didn't know that. We always find something out every show. Every <laughs> show, but that is like, what are the chances that I said spontaneously just now? Because I didn't do that in the promo about a show about nothing. And then you tell me that, like, what the fork? That's so awesome. I, I call those like accidentally. It's not accidentally. Accidentally. <laughs> Accidentally. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we have an appreciation here from V. She said, she says, I believe it's a she, I appreciate that I'm always smiling all day long so that I feel grateful to be alive. And now you know why she is uh, a supporter of the show. She has drunk my rose-colored Kool-Aid and uh, is uh, splattering it all over us. Thank you so much. I'm going to give her a special little acknowledgement here because you know how much I love this. All right. So uh, what do you, do you remember where we left off on the last time the, the two of you were spouting? Uh, oh, Valentine's and what guys have to do. And I told him the whole <laughs> It's for you to get like extra goodies that day. So you need to work harder with the little literally harder. Yes. And planning. <laughs> but I have to tell on Sam yesterday, yesterday we had my Tuesday. This, this week is co-host cross pollination week. And I had my Tuesday co-host Beth Linder Moss who is a fitness certified, phys a physiology certified, everything, health, wellness, trainer, everything. And so I, the topic was, you know, what if your mate is not into working out? That applies to you too. And into fitness and health like you are, is that a deal breaker? Or is that, you know, something you can work through because her husband is completely not like her, but he's not like heavy, overweight. Uh, he's just thin, just doesn't work out as much as she does. But I thought 
Sam was going to do his regular, yeah, you, and because I brought up, you know, should you look like the way you did when you first met? And is it the woman's responsibility to still look like that? And the, when you were on with him, he's all, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, you need to keep, you know, that's why you got to keep your, keep your body looking. And then he completely reversed yesterday to not get in trouble he's like oh looks are not that important and it's like it all hey. in the, you know the personality i'm like who is this it, and what did you do with sam well well sam <laughs> you faded him because personalities what? Say that again. Don't, don't don't say what's politically correct no all i'm saying well, Dr. Merson, you're gonna quote me. You gotta quote me. You can't just you just can't put in filler words. Why not? I said I said if you're if you're in a relationship with somebody just for the looks, then you're in the wrong relationship, right? Because over time your body's gonna change and you're not gonna be as young as you used to be. Yep. And as far as like, you know, the physicality of things okay, you might have a six-pack back then, you don't now. I mean, yeah, I don't think you should be a... I don't <laughs> think you should slow down and be a slob, but then, like, life changes, you know? Like, if you got with someone when you guys were young, like, let's say teenagers, you guys are in sports, you guys are being hyperactive. Fast forward, like, I don't know, 10, 15 years later, now you got careers, now you're working, like, 9 to 5 or whatever the case may be. You know, you're not being as active because you're working, you know? Like... There's no fountain of youth. You can't be the same you were 10, 15 years ago. So if you are, you know, bickering with your your um, your significant yeah. other is saying, like, I wish you were just the way you were when I first met, then that's not that's not being realistic. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like you should always try to better yourself. You know, even if your body's slowing down and aging and all that stuff. That's just being realistic. I get it. It's part of life. A, a clean routine. You know, yeah. I, I, you know what I heard something, I thought this was the best um, response for aging. And this was recently. They say that when people get married, you know, God forbid, like hopefully you stay together with this person. And as you get older and you start hitting 50s and 60s, right, you, you, see that person as they you saw them when you first met them in their 20s or 30s right you see them as a young person the person you fell in love with the person you were attracted to so when you grow old the other people might see them as being older but your partner sees them as the person that they first saw when they were younger and so that's why it's important to keep yourself up and make the effort to try to do your best you know not that you for physical reasons, you may not be able to stay in shape and work out or whatever. But if you could do the best that you can, that person, your partner, sees you as the person they met when you were young. So I'm going to put, yeah, it makes sense, but I'm going to put the moose on the table directly. Y'all know that's my Canadian version of elephant in the room because you've got one extreme of, um, you cannot body shame, you cannot fact shame, you cannot. Uh, uh, um, criticize people for the way they look, looksism, all of that, which as a valuing diversity person, inclusive person, I absolutely say, you know, you, it, 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 ask yourself three questions. Is it kind? Is it true? Is it necessary? If you can't say yes to all three, keep your mouth shut. Keep the front door shut. However, you know, Sam was talking about a mutual friend of ours who uh, struggles with health and he makes choices that are not necessarily healthy. And so, you know, at what point do you not publicly shame or but privately say, hey, knock it off. Don't eat that, you know, take something out of it. I know my big brother, Michael Bernard Beckwith, he's very healthy and like if I used to have a you know drink diet coke and he would walk by and just take the can out of my hand and then put it in the trash that that to him that's like loving right 
Um, but at what point, you know, I have to say and, and, and be honest, uh, I do judge. And when I hear people complain about, you know, my knee hurts, my hips hurt, and they are, you know, an added 200 pounds over the, the weight that they, you know, that their joints maybe were made to be carried and they're putting a Krispy Kreme donut in their mouth or, you know, an entire happy, not so happy meal, you know, ingesting. I, I'm like, there's, there's a connection there. I don't want to shame you, but at what point do we not say to people, you know, if you don't like what your body's telling you and it's hurting, then you got to take the responsibility and do the hard thing and not put that in your mouth. But then on the other hand, you know, I, uh, y'all know, I, I've been on this uh, Love My Body project. I was 35 pounds overweight and I've lost the 35 minus the four still from Canada. But I, you know, that was not easy to do, but it was my discipline and decision. So that's where I, you know, that, that you know, here, here, and then the middle. Sam. <laughs> All judgmental. I think, you know, for us to say we don't criticize people, we don't say politically incorrect things. We do. I do. My kids get on my case all the time, but I'm not malicious. But, you know, like I have a saying, I was, you know, even with my spouse, I'll say to him when he gets overweight and he's got a little fluffy and that's like, I mean, you no harm, but it's for your own good. You need to drop about 30 pounds. Like I tell him and, and he'll say things to me. I, and I think because I'm modeling, I don't get offended, but it depends on the person. Sometimes they, you know, can't take it, but sometimes you just put it to them. Like, you know, just cause I want you to be healthy for your, you know, just for your own self worth, you should take care of yourself. I mean, talking about donuts, you know, I, I saw someone that was pretty big and the donut shop buying a dozen donuts if you buy a dozen donuts and you're 400 pounds i'm not going to say anything but i will you know you shouldn't be in the donut shop <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and i don't mean that to be mean but i just my opinion you shouldn't be in the donut shop <laughs> well i should be in the donut shop well you know that's the thing it's like they're also the ones that go in for procedures and i you know to go to the other extreme again i know there's people that are mad that they are putting a strain on the med the, the healthcare system because they they're not responsible i'm not saying this myself i might be thinking it but there are people who will say out loud look you know, your obesity is is taking dollars in the healthcare that is uh, straining the system, and those who have um, you know diseases that are not uh, you know when you when you have a condition that has nothing to do with uh, your lifestyle, that's not fair. So if you choose a lifestyle that you don't care about how big you get or how heavy you get, then why should we be paying for your health care? Now that's extreme and I've heard it and I'm, I'm not saying that's where I come from, but that's, that's what people say. So I, I, my, Okay, let's Sam go. He, I think the girls have dominated for the last. <laughs> so, yeah, my thing let's is squeeze, with... let's squeeze them. Let's squeeze something out of them. Go, go, squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> um, my thing when it comes to people having those procedures, um, I don't think that that's the answer, um, only because for the most part majority of these people that do get the procedures they got there because of their lack of discipline and so if once they get the procedures a lot of them gain the weight back and it's almost like wasn't even worth it you know because if you were able to 
be disciplined in your eating and in your habits, A, you wouldn't get to where you need the procedure, and B, you wouldn't even want the procedure. But a lot of people get these procedures and then they lack it's it's all like getting big is just the byproduct of having really crappy discipline. And at one point it's not even about discipline, it'll turn into a habit, like a lifestyle. It's where you you just want to eat right. It's not like every day healthy people are fighting to stay healthy. That's not the case. Once you build up that habitual like discipline, then it just becomes a lifestyle. And it's just as easy as someone who doesn't have that. So when people get these procedures, it's kind of like, like, okay, so our friend's a different story because I've been working with him like three or four months prior to his procedure. And it got to the point where he was like, he, he believed in himself. He's like, I don't think I need the procedure. He's like, if I lose 10 pounds every two weeks, then I'll just keep postponing the procedure. And we made that deal and we started doing it. But the reason why he got the procedure is because of his age, not because of his discipline, but because of his age, he's approaching 60. So it's like, by the time you lose all that weight, you, you know, so it's like, Hey, let's get the procedure. Your discipline is good. We'll just keep working on it and I'll still be there. But for the people who like, I will smack someone's soda out of their hand if they're the ones that, you know, keep asking for help, like, oh, I want to lose weight. Oh, I want to do this. Uh, and then I see them not participating in what they were saying. Then that's when I step in. But if like, if someone, if someone is like overweight or overset and they're not complaining, they're just doing their thing. Nine times out of 10, I let them be. And nine times out of 10, like, because of like their weight, you know, they kind of have to counterbalance their personality. Like, they have great personalities. Usually overweight people are funny or super nice, you know? <laughs> and and that's just, and that's from my personal experience. They make fun of themselves. But you know what? Also, I do want to say this though, Sam. Sometimes it's about education. Like if you, and I don't want to make this a cultural thing, but I just want to make this a, a, econ, a social economic issue, right? No matter what culture race you come from if you go there's a study and if you go to the inner cities right and you look at the things that are available if you don't know to eat better there's a fast food restaurant on all four corners of any intersection in the inner cities so <clears throat> if you grow up with a popeyes a mcdonald's a kfc a burger king and then as a kid, that's the only thing you can afford because you couldn't afford the groceries. Then you grow up eating like that. And when you grow up eating like that, then that's how you are programmed as an adult. So then you don't know how to eat better. Because if I said, hey, you should go eat light. Like I love Japanese food. I love Asian food because it's light. It's not heavy. I can eat Mexican food sometime. I can eat soul food like once a year because it's too heavy for me. But if you don't know to eat that, to eat differently then you're just going to eat what you know and if someone says lose weight you're like what do you mean lose weight so i think sometimes it's a economic thing for some of these people because i just you know it, it's interesting because um we did a, a study in and when i was in school and they said in all all the inner cities there were no banks there's only check cashing places and there was only fast food restaurants and it was in, inundated with fast food restaurants so these kids don't know because they're fed garbage from from their childhood, right? So I think that all the schools should have some kind of um, education on vegetables and, and 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 you know good meats and all that kind of stuff, you know. So the kids know that a vegetable is important. Just think about our grandparents. Our grandparents were healthy and they lived to be old. They may have not lived as long, but they ate basic stuff. Mm -hmm. We're the we eat so much junk, so many things available. Even in the schools, they they sell chips and cookies. Yeah. yeah. So I just and think it's you, starting. 
If you've just tuned in and you're wondering what we're talking about and who's in the studio, this is Take My Advice. I'm not using it. Get balanced with Dr. Marissa, the morning show on KCAA, NBC News Radio, home to the Asian Oprah, AM 1050, FM 106.5, streaming everywhere, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, and of course, my YouTube channel. Thank you for joining us live. We see the fingers and the likes. Um, This finger not the other one. And uh, we are talking, this is Tempting Conversations series every Friday at 8 a.m. after the NBC News with my beautiful co-host, Alon Carter. And today we have a special sandwich filling. Sam Works is my co-host on Thursdays for Straight Talk. And we are talking about body image, body size, uh, health and well-being, and sort of the oxymoronic way in which our, uh, our our BS, our belief systems are operating. Um, I think that uh, it is very dangerous to say um, anything that is, you know, cause and effect, uh, like um, all, you know, all overweight people are because of lack of discipline. Um, but there is some truth to every stereotype and there are a lot of people who are not cognizant or watching or aware as Alana is saying of, of the link between, uh, you would think it's common sense, but common sense is uncommon. And if you have been raised on processed food drive-through and that is unfortunately cheaper, right? They've made it cheaper to have that food instead of healthier. And especially now post pandemic, you know, fruits and vegetables, eggs are the most like stunning uh, increase in, in, uh, in dollars. So I, I think it's really important to uh, um, balance out some of the judgment, but at the same time, balance it with some responsibility. And there is a part uh, uh, of truth when, you know, the studies show uh, eating this will lead to increased heart disease. Uh, eating this will lead to increased cancer or, or using, you know, the uh, aluminum-based uh, deodorant leads to more uh, breast cancer or, you know, all of this medical research is not for, you know, <laughs> just for fun, right? It's helping us understand how we can take care of our bodies. So if that if that information is available and you choose not to follow it, and then you complain about your body size or your, your lack of health, where is that balance? Where does responsibility meet uh, uh, your your current state of where you are? And that's a tough one because if as soon as you start down that path and say, you know, there should be health care, a special health care for people who actually take responsibility for their health and are careful about what they put in their body and do exercise to keep their body in shape, uh, is it fair to group all of us together with those who don't give a flying fork through a rolling donut and and literally <laughs> a rolling donut? I'm a question. Since I'm just going to go in a different direction. Okay. Say intimacy. Decide yeah. better to use. <laughs> intimacy what? Does size matter? Not size like we think size. Size different for you. <laughs> <laughs> the boat, the motion in the ocean, size of the boat, that one. Well, no, she's asking about like my side. Like, You're let me tell right. you, you know, you know what I used to say? No. <laughs> he, to say, he got that quote. He got that. Yeah, I, got I said, it. I used to say more cushion for the pushing. That's what I used to say. <laughs> I I have not heard that. Have, have you experienced to know like there's more cushion for the cushion is more enjoyable than than someone who's tall and thin <laughs> and bony and bony? I'm gonna say it. Bony. Yes. Um... <laughs> That's so funny. 
so I there's said an EY, not ER. So there's another uh, stereotype out there that um, like chubbier girls give you know better better head basically. Um, I don't know if I was allowed to say that on the air, but no, yeah, no, 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 no. What is that uh, terminology? Yeah. Bad. <laughs> Alon just dropped out. <laughs> Careful, Sam. Um, let's just just say they're better in bed. We can say ah, that. but that's that's not true though. That's well, not that, true. I know, but let's. I'm I'm afraid that I'm gonna get in trouble for this. So okay. be careful. Yeah. So, but I mean, I've not that I've had like a lot of experience on that, but that's just like you know you hear that every once in a while. <laughs> it's a stereotype. It's different. I think Alon's internet, she's got, she's out in the valley, but um, okay. yeah, go ahead. So what were you, go, go ahead. What were you saying? <laughs> I mean, it's all different. I mean, you know, with um, thinner people, they don't like their love handles. However, I think that's when it comes to like intimacy, that's one of my favorite parts of the body is the love handles. Um, and then with bigger set people, they, uh, they don't move as much, you know, like they're a little more lazy in a sense. So it's like, it's not as fun as with someone who's, you know, lighter on their feet. So, <laughs> oh, Alon's missing this. Um, uh, okay. So I, I think it is again, a personal and and the and there is always that danger in the stereotype and uh there are exceptions to every stereotype and i i will go back to the i think that what is is not helping is society's definition or what is in the media as what is attractive I think that that is hurtful where you believe that you have to be a certain size or a certain weight or a certain look to be considered attractive. And that the more we can individualize, like you said, I actually like it when there's something to grab onto or, you know, there's whatever that cushion thing you were saying. Um, <laughs> More cushion for the pushing. <laughs> I didn't mean for you to say it again. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> then then that becomes, it, it really is. If you, the, the bottom line here, and I mean the bottom, literally is uh, what what do you like about yourself? What do you appreciate about your body? What do you, um, what do you like <laughs> and <bad>. are <laughs> appreciative about hot, your body? Oh man, your phone got hot because Sam got hot <laughs> and said my, something that my, I may get in trouble for, but we're not repeating I heard it. That. We're not as repeating it. I'll tell that, you later. No, I heard it. As soon as you said that, I thought she pushed the button to get us off, and then it went phones hot, 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 hot. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it just I go, oh, Doctor Marissa pushed the button and, and kicked us off, and it went hot, and I heard it, and I was like, gosh, I didn't even get a chance to respond to that. But I, I thought See? you were gonna say something. I thought you were gonna say something else. I've heard about bigger women. <laughs> <laughs> but I better not say it. Look at how red he's getting. Look at how red <laughs> no, he's. Do you see how red he's getting? For whatever reason, I thought I, like I offended you, or like I wasn't supposed to say that. I don't. You know what I mean? No. I thought there was like so, careers on the line I, or I, something. I've heard from like tall, thin women. There's more distance, if you know what I mean. Right. Dodge Barista, okay, you, okay. you need to stay on board. You need to Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying. I'm you're good. You guys are trying. You're very trying this morning. She's she's turning red, she's turning. So Alon, you're, you're Yeah, I'm red for sure. Yeah. 
your phone is definitely a smart phone. <laughs> it got, it, it heard, it got hot, and then it cut you out. <laughs> and it said, emergency, your phone is super, literally the temperature, little vial temperature thing went on the phone and it was like red and it was like the little temperature thing was on. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's funny. I'm sorry. Well, I'm glad you're back because I was getting nervous. <laughs> no, but go ahead. Keep on. I'm okay. mad because I, um, I got So Dr. Mar- right. Dr. Marissa was talking about uh, loving your body. So I think she wanted to go around and, and say, like, what part of your body do you love, right? Is that where you're going? No, for? no, that's nope, not where nope. I was going. I was just trying to get us off that hot topic as quickly as possible because we crossed the line on Sam crossed the line on that one. But uh, I, uh, what we're t- all I I said what you missed too was um, part of the issue I believe is. Um, the way we are portrayed as what equals attractive. So especially with the uh, ability to use filters for pictures now, to Photoshop, uh, you know, inches off, because there is this um, unspoken and spoken ideal for what women should look like. And I think that that hurts some of our own perceptions of, you know, what, what we are, are we not attractive if we have um, love handles to hold on to? Uh, Are we less attractive if we don't look like the model, right? And I I used to joke that I wished I, I, I was born in the Renaissance because in the Renaissance, you know, the more the better, right? That was that was the definition of beauty. So my bottom line is the most important thing is not what is shown on social media as the 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 ideal, but where do you feel the most comfortable? And and can you love your body the way it is? Can you love your body even at the same time working towards something? I think that go ahead. I think that part of the issue is, you know, if you have a partner and you're, I think it's more of being insecure if you are not the mode of what uh, social media and the media has portrayed what a great body is or what the way you look. I mean, this documentary I did the other day with Playboy, um, that's part of what we talked about, being the standard beauty of what America portrays. For me, my response was, well, who gets to say what is beautiful, what's not? First of all, who is saying that's not the standard beauty? Because I'm not an insecure person. But um, if you are secure with yourself, say, 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 Sam, you were my partner, right? I'm just putting it out there. I'm not putting you with me. I'm just saying we're <laughs> out together and you see some beautiful girl with a great body. I personally don't get offended. I'm not going to get mad. I'm like the first one to say to my spouse, that girl's gorgeous. Or if she is like a really banging dress, because women kind of dress for each other. I'm like, oh my God, that dress is gorgeous. I think when women get upset because, you know, if you're staring at the girl like you want to eat her up, I'm going to be offended. But if you <laughs> it, like look and we both can be like, oh yeah, that she's really hot and you can keep it moving, then that's fine. I think women get insecure that that person is looking at them like, you know, I'm not really attracted to you anymore because she's so hot. That's not necessarily true. I can look at someone and go, that guy is, is, is super fine. Like I tell my husband, like as far as I acknowledge women, when you're, you know, we're together, it's the same thing with men. I'll look at, like, I think Jason Momoa is hot, right? And I tell him that all the time. But, you know, I could say that. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to do anything. I think that you have to be comfortable with each other and not be so upset. I think women get really jealous and they get really insecure and they think, oh, because that guy looked at that woman who's really hot with a great body or on the beach that he's going to go and try to. I'm going to say it nice because I don't want to get in trouble either. But you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm going to meet her and get her number and hook up with her. That's not going to happen. 
But I think that that's where some of the insecurity comes in because you do change as you get older. You do change after you have kids, you know, you can still look good, but you may not look exactly like that. And I think this it's more of an insecure thing with both both uh, sexes. Mm. What are your thoughts on that, Dr. Marissa? Oh, I was just going to ask you, what are your thoughts on that? You know, <clears throat> I think, yeah, I mean, we're all human. So if you see beauty, you're going to look at it. But I mean, at a glance, you know, I, I personally don't like it when I'm out with the girl and then they're like, oh, my gosh, like she has a fat butt. Look at it. I'm like, why are you tell me to look at it? Like you want me to like <laughs> not, you know what I mean? Like it just it drives me crazy. But what used to drive me even more crazy is that I used to like purposely not look around or like gaze at anyone if I'm with someone like my, my eyes are only on you you know what I mean and maybe that's like a sign of weakness because like you don't want to be attracted to someone else out following but I just wanted to prove to them it's like I'm not I'm not trying to look behind you know behind your back at some other chick when they walk by or like you know 100% my eyes are on you but then that started to drive me a little crazy because when I'm out in public you know I'm purposely not looking so as the days go on when I'm with somebody it's like I feel like I've neglected life itself by not looking, you know? And it's even I, I worse when you're you should in my opinion It's even I worse what? I was gonna say uh, my opinion, Sam, I think you should be like that girl's really beautiful and be with your partner, but then you turn around and look at her like that girl's hot, but look, I'm with you. That makes her feel more secure. Because if I see a hot girl and you try to act like you don't see her, I'm like, you're full of you know what? Because I know you saw that hot girl because I saw her. <laughs> <laughs> hey, usually now it's like this. When I see like a hot girl walk by and they say like, you know, whatever is popping, I'll just be like, hey, look, she has some nice jeans. Or like, look at her purse, <laughs> you know, rather go than. Nice on the car so you can look down the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like you don't want to you don't want to offend someone like me. I don't take it personally unless my lady like stares. If she's staring, that's a problem. Right. But I mean, there's also sayings like, hey, looking's for free, but touching is going to cost you. So it's like you can look at someone, but the moment you try to approach them or try to like make a move, then that's like that's a problem. You know, that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I thought I think it's sweet. Uh, on the other hand, Alon, that that Sam would want to make the the person he's with, you know, feel special by not noticing. See, for me, it would be more of a compliment. You know, I mean, I think saying, "Oh, um, she's got a nice purse," <laughs> your purse is nicer, <laughs> or something corny like that but that's you know that is that's the sweet part of sam which is why he's uh, my co-host on thursdays but i i i think i still think that and i'm agreeing with you the bottom line has to be do you feel 88 percent good about yourself and when you do feel good 88 percent of the time about the way you look then it really doesn't matter, you know, what else is out there or what others are doing. Now, if you're with a, a partner who is constantly doing this, oh, yeah. right, it, then, you know, do you really want that rubbernecking? At the same time, it is shown, studies are, this is not a stereotype, that men are attracted by their eyes more so than women are attracted by their ears, ears and what is yep. heard so that's a genetic difference i'm gonna have uh, i met dr john gray uh again he was one of the speakers in san diego at secret knock and um it was delightful i've actually had him on my show twice before early on in my first or second year and uh he remembered me and is going to come back on that would be a great question to ask but his whole thing is that oh shoot time um is that because women and men are different that what you want or think as a woman doesn't necessarily factor in you know there's a difference in testosterone and estrogen so it's fascinating anyways final word 
Both of you. Go for it. Go. Sam. Okay. Final word. Um, oh, shoot. Uh, can't, no work time. On your, hey, it's, work, on can't, your, can't. <laughs> work on yourself before you work with others. Okay. Alon, quick. Um, just work on being together and, and, and have equal. I don't know. <laughs> I'm signing off. <laughs> I'm not okay. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I didn't see the three minute. It was one minute instead of three. Thank you so much for joining this very interesting, uh, scintillating and uh, tempting conversation today with Alon Carter, Sam Works, and I. I know you'll keep it tuned here. I uh, wish you the best weekend ever. And it's all about balance. Peace in, peace out. World peace through inner peace. Now go and have the (laughs) 